I'm excited because I get to hear my namesake in the reading today, St. Michael the Archangel. And so that's what I'd like to talk about in this homily is this uh, wonderful gift that we are given as St. Michael to be our defender and to be our protector. So we hear in the reading that he will come to us at a time of great distress. And I think over the last year, we've probably all experienced a time of great distress. We've experienced firsthand um, evil which has taken place. You know, that we have been attacked in many ways by evil. And what this has done to us, the church was closed down for the first and hopefully last time in my life that, that I'll ever experience it. And I look at um, what has happened to a lot of people since that time. There's been a lot of evil. There's evil in our country. There's evil in our politics. There's evil in our education. There's um, a lot of evil. Evil that has happened in the priesthood. Evil that has happened with our bishops. And the same is true for marriage and family. If you look at uh, the evil that is being attacked on the marriage and, and being attacked with families as well, especially for children, and so today, I want to reflect on the prayer of St. Michael. Now, those of you that are older probably have this prayer memorized. And the reason is because back when the Latin Mass was celebrated after the Low Mass, the prayer to St. Michael was always said, so everybody would kneel and say the prayer together. So if you know the prayer, say it with me. And if you don't know it, just look in awe at the people that do know it. St. <laughs> Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. You've just shown your age, all of you. What a powerful prayer this is. And so this is the prayer that we can call on. We can call on St. Michael whenever going, we're going through a difficult time. If you don't have this prayer memorized, I highly recommend that you memorize it because he is our powerful intercessor against Satan, against distress, against the enemy, against anything, against sin and the, the lures and the temptation of sin. So St. John Paul said that although this prayer is no longer said at the end of Mass, I ask everyone not to forget it and to recite it to obtain help in the battle against the forces of darkness and against the spirit of this world. So every time we're experiencing the forces of darkness or the spirit of this world, to pray it. St. Bernard once said, Whenever any grievous temptation or vehement sorrow oppresses you, invoke St. Michael, your guardian. Cry out to him and say, Lord, save us, lest we perish. So if you find yourself ever tempted, by Satan, call on St. Michael to overcome that temptation. There's a, an exorcist, uh, Gabriel Amorth, who is uh, an exorcist um, in Rome. And I just want to read a little quote that he says about the demonic. So he says, Some people marvel at the ability of the demons to tempt men and even to own the body, but they can never take possession of the soul unless a man freely gives it. So we don't ever have to worry about Satan taking possession of our souls or being possessed unless we freely give that. 
He says, we should remember in the book of Revelations, when a war broke out in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they were defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the, 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 the ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the world. He was thrown down to earth. And his angels were thrown down with him. And when the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who was dressed like the sun, we know this to be Mary, from whom Jesus was born. And when the dragon realized that his efforts had failed, he went off to make war on the rest of her offspring, on those who keep the commandments of God and bear testimony. So the reality is we're in a battle. There is spiritual warfare that is constantly going on and will go on for all of our lives. That Satan will be attacking us, he will be tempting us, he will be oppressing us, and it's a constant battle that he has forged on the earth. And out of God's providence, God allows us, and the only reason he would allow something like this is to strengthen our faith. And so we find, when we find ourselves tempted, when we find ourselves lured by Satan's traps, when we find ourselves giving in to any kind of evil, that's an opportunity to strengthen our faith and to grow in virtue. But it's so important that we realize that there is a battle. There's a battle in all these things that have been going on in our world, in our country, in our nation. There is a battle. And then there's also a battle personally. Probably each and every one of us is struggling with some sin or some temptation or, you know, something that, that we're just oppressed by and that plagues us. Father Gabriel Amorth goes on to say that during May 24, 1987, when John Paul II made a visit to the uh, sanctuary of St. Michael the Archangel, he said the battle against the devil, which is the principal task of St. Michael the Archangel, is still being fought today because the devil is still alive and active in the world and the evil that surrounds us today the disorders that plague our society man's inconsistency and brokenness are not only the result of original sin but the result of the satan's pervasive and dark action so satan is on the prowl He's lurking. He's waiting for us to find us when we are weak. He's waiting to find us and to, to take us out. All of us are marked with the mark and the seal of baptism. And Satan just wants to take every one of us out if possible. So how do we prevent that? Well, the exorcist says that in all cases, and I have a, a spiritual director that's an exorcist, he says the primary form of exorcism is confession. So if you find yourself struggling with any of this, if you find yourself um, oppressed by any of this, if you find Satan just getting out of control in your life, the primary form of exorcism is confession. So that's the first thing that we can do is go to confession. The others are the means of the sacramental life. So today, receiving the Eucharist. Also fasting, so doing some kind of intentional fasting if you're being tempted to give something up and to do some kind of self-denial. To alms give, so to give to the poor, and to uh, pardon offenses. So if there's any unforgiveness in our life for anyone, if there's any non-willingness to forgive somebody, that is a, a, a very open entry for Satan. 
And then finally, to go to our Lord, to go to Mary, to go to St. Michael, all of the angels and the saints that are there to protect us. He goes on to say that, May prayer strengthen us for the spiritual battle. We hear in the letter from Ephesians, Be strong in the Lord, strength in his might. The book of Revelations refers to the same battle, recalling before our eyes the image of St. Michael, Michael the Archangel. Pope Leo XIII had this picture when he, he had an amazing moment. He was before the Blessed Sacrament, and he experienced both uh, St. Michael and he also experienced Satan. And he realized the, adva- the, um, um, the, the, the demonic and, and the willingness Satan was going to go to try to destroy not only himself but the entire church. And that's where he wrote the prayer of St. Michael. Now, finally, he wrote a longer version of the prayer of St. Michael that could be used by priests and could be used by priests for exorcism. And so I'm going to pray that prayer over you right now. Not that any of us are possessed, but uh, that we are oppressed, that Satan attacks us, that Satan is trying to take us out. And so I just invite you as I pray this prayer over you, maybe just to fold your hands and to ask for God's prayer and protection and whatever may be going on in your life. He also encouraged priests to pray this often, to pray with the people in the parishes at Mass, so that's why I'm doing this as well, too. Glorious Prince of the Celestial Host, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the conflict which we have to sustain against the principalities and powers, against the rulers of the world and darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in high places. Come to the rescue of your people, whom God has created in his own image and likeness, and whom he has redeemed at a great price from the tyranny of the devil. It is you whom Holy Church venerates as her guardian and protector, you whom the Lord has charged to conduct redeemed souls into heaven. Pray, therefore, the God of peace to subdue Satan beneath our feet, that he may no longer retain people captive, nor do injury to the church. Present our prayers to the Most High, that without delay they may draw his mercy down upon us. Seize the dragon, the old serpent, which is the devil and Satan. Bind him and cast him in the bottomless pit, that he may no more seduce seduce the nations. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I think it's important to say, though Satan can seem like a strong force in our life, God is infinitely stronger. Satan is but a creature. God is the creator. And so he does have absolute power with us and over us and over Satan. But I say also that this is a reality, that we are in a spiritual warfare. And it's nothing new. It's it's something that has continued to go on to us. But especially as we hear in the first reading, when we are in times of great distress, turn to St. Michael, the archangel, the prince, whose job is to protect us and guard us from earth all the way into heaven.